You're listening to Roll for Damage, the Lost Legends arc. Last time on Roll for Damage, our heroes traveled to the hamlet of Herhenny, intent on slaying the evil Lady Herhenny and completing Theron's god quest. After entering the city, they feasted at the Lone Wolf Inn and discovered that the five elf guests of honor were in fact being groomed for ritual slaughter. A failed ambush leaves our party split, Big Boots and Magna being taken away to the Seat of Darkness where Lady Herhenny waits, and Kalanon and Theron shortly behind to the rescue. All right, left you on a fucking cliffhanger. A really damn good one. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta say, Ben, I am fucking loving this story so far. Absolutely. I really am. You're kicking ass. They put a lot of time and effort into thinking up some neat plots, and this, so I'm, this, I'm glad you're enjoying it. This Thank legitimately you. feels like like episodes of like a show. Thank like you. The, like the episodic arcs of shows, and it's really nice. That's kind of what I was going for, honestly. You know? Like it, it where shows. The first you're few episodes ass. set up the plot and the characters and stuff, and now we're kind of... Seeing the adventure through. Thank you. Awesome. I really appreciate it. All right. So, Magna, you and I are uh, about to become Eskimo bros. <laughs> <laughs> you and I, stuck in a wagon, chained up together. So I, well, I, guess, I guess we'll leave it off with, you know, Kalanon coming to... Yes. So, um, the blacksmith has just finished the silvered harpoon and the silvered sword Trident. from the... Trident. Trident, right. It's three harpoons in one. <laughs> the tripoon. <laughs> Is that what they're about to do? Yeah, we'll get to that soon. <laughs> Don't, uh, we're adding the M rating already to this one. <laughs> yeah, so uh, you hear a furious on the door, and the blacksmith just kind of looks up, you know, nudges you, like, motions for you to get the door as he puts the finishing touches on these silvered weapons. Um, is there, like, a window? Obviously, there's, like, a window I can look out first. Yeah. So yes. I'm gonna look out the window. What you the hell? Kel- you see Kellen on there, kind of frantically beating the door down. I'm gonna, you know, instantly open the door and be like, "What? what's going on? Theron! <sighs> they got them! They Who got who? The vampires, they got, they got Magna and Big Boots. God damn it, I I told you guys. Okay, where'd they take them? Up to the mansion. Up to the keep. Well, looks like we're gonna have to go save their asses then. Blacksmith! I don't don't know if you know what we're dealing with, but there's a full-fledged vampire. Yeah, this is is gonna be troubling, but we'll be alright. The blacksmith is like, what now? You're fighting the vampires? Seems like it. You done with those weapons yet? Uh, yes, actually. They may still be a little warm. But uh, they are sharp, indeed. Great. Well, is this to your liking? And he kind of shows the sword and it gleams in the uh, the candlelight. So I'm going to take that, sheath it, 
No, Sheathos. Sheathos. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to take that, put it put it in its scabbard, and then I'm going to, you know, toss the trident and Kalanon. This is yours for now. Yeah, All right. You got the silver trident. Heck yeah. And I'm going to, I'm going to like look over and grab like a wooden staff off the wall and just take it and just bust it in half. Totally. Fuck your shop. <laughs> no, no, and then, uh, you know, take my hand axe and just kind of point it so I have like two two footish long wooden stakes and just kind of tuck those like in my belt. Say if you if you work on one the the uh the blacksmith will work on the other one knowing what yeah. you're intending on doing he's yeah totally just, on board. Just have some, you know, some steaks at the ready. Mm-hmm. Like a fine restaurant. Do you uh steaks at the ready. Do you have any uh potions or anything? But Smith? Sh- yeah. Uh no, he he doesn't. Mm-hmm. He has uh he says I got one potion and he hands you his uh wineskin. It's potion of courage. Good enough. Takes a swig, tosses it back, and then uh, we're getting ready to go do this thing. Excellent. He would offer some to you as well. Oh, uh, yeah. I'll, I'll take a drink because I've had a little bit of a harrowing experience. Ac- actually, uh, after Callie takes a drink, I'm just going to take the wine skin, dump it out. He's like, oh, you're keep, wasting. And keep the skin. Well, I guess the ale wasn't that good anyway. And then we're going we're gonna to keep the skin. We're by the river, so I'm going to go over to the outside the shop. Water into the skin from the river. Toss it to Callie. Bless this. Holy water's a thing in D&D? Yeah, I mean, you know. <laughs> yeah. God of light. I mean, if you're going to allow it to... I don't know if I have uh, a bless. I don't know. Oh, no, I do. Thanks for the drug. <laughs> yeah. no, I don't no. know. Anything we can do to make... I don't know. I'm just trying to stock us up on stuff that are... You know, that's I commonly mean, known to I, be. I, I, I do have holy. Place. I do have "quote unquote" holy water on me for this particular spell, so I already have some holy water. I don't know what it's going to do. By the by, yeah. Well, we'll we'll try it out. <laughs> All right. I don't know if it be like it is, but it do. <laughs> but it do. But it do. So yeah. So now I guess we're gonna go start off at the uh, tavern. All right. And uh, you know, try and track our way to follow the carriage. As you walk in, you see all the townsfolk earlier gathered around in a circle uh, around Abby. They're gathered around her? Yep. Is she still frozen from where I last saw her? She seems frantic. I'm going to walk up to her and just go like, Abby, Abby, what what happened? So the first thing you notice, aside from her, her franticness yeah, about yeah, her person, yeah, yeah, is yeah, you yeah, see uh, yeah. two... Yeah blood drips down her neck yeah kind of going down into her smock I, I, her clothing yeah i remember the last moment i saw her like the vampire had her hand on her neck and i that was like one of the thoughts that crossed my mind but yeah she is frantic like i, I don't know what to do uh, so help me kalanon kalanon you're a cleric help me how what is the onset for vampirism about 24 hours we'll say okay Using my knowledge about vampires of the world, is there anything I might know to be able to like help her? Uh, roll nature. Okay. We'll say nature or arcana, whichever one's better. Okay. And since it's vampire related and my favorite enemy, would I get advantage on that yes. roll? Okay. Yep. Absolutely. I'll do nature because ranger, nature makes more sense. <clears throat> so I got 21. 21, because the other one was a nat one. So yeah, 21. All right. So with your Wait, background, twenty-three. I lied. It's twenty-three. 20. I have a plus four on nature. Excellent. Yeah. So even better with the twenty-three, you would know. Um, and given your background and your backstory as well, which is yet to be revealed, you would know that in this world, at least, uh, vampirism 
it's up to 24 hours. 24 hours is like anyone will turn. But in the meantime, if she drinks any humanoid blood, the turn will happen at that moment. And so when, it could be six hours in, she drinks blood, she goes vampire. When they become vampires, do they completely lose their sense of self? They lose their soul. Okay. Yeah, because now they're like an undead creature, so their soul is already gone. It's just kind of like a parasite invading okay. a... Well, because I was thinking, oh, this, yeah. could be, this could be extra help, but no. No, it couldn't. And does she have any, um, before the 24 hours and without drinking blood, does she have any extra, like advantages to herself like she extra like strong or any kind of vampiric powers at all not until she like fully a fledgling turns. type deal okay kind of like this onset of like despair you know like she can't get her thoughts straight because maybe like she's... a small aversion to light or something yeah okay. yeah as time progresses like small aversion to light you know that kind of thing okay as far as i know there's not much we can do for her now except maybe put her out of her misery we we can't do that it's either that or have another vampire to deal with and probably a whole town of dead people. Oh, they wouldn't do that for the town. Let's just let's just keep her here and let's focus on getting uh big boots of magna. Hopefully we'll figure something out before the day ends. Okay, I'm gonna kinda look around the bar for like the biggest, burliest dude. Alright. Just kinda be like You, come here. Me? Yeah, you. I He like what? He's like Built like the rock. What's your name, chap? Grim. Grim, you're gonna take this. I'm gonna pull out one of the uh, stakes, hand it to him. So what am I gonna do with this? You're gonna watch her. When she turns, you're gonna kill her. I'm not gonna kill her. You're gonna kill her, or she's gonna kill you <coughs> and everyone else here. Because I thought you were here to save us. And this is part of saving you. If he's not gonna let me do it now, you're gonna have to do it later. He, like, is very apprehensive about this he's seen her grow up and uh she would come up and kind of pat him on the shoulder and be like don't worry this is they, they know what they're doing trust him if i turn and he's like no no and she if i turn kill me before i do something that i'll regret way of the world on this random npc one, yeah, poor Grim. one last question <laughs> so if by chance we kill, like, the master vampire before the 24 hours, could that possibly save her? With your 23 and your background knowledge, yes. Cool. Okay. Callie, let's get to work. All right. Hey, how's it going, guys? It's me, Logan, here, stepping in, saying what's up. Uh, letting you know with all the uh, the virus stuff going on, we want everyone to make sure that they're safe, uh, make sure your safety is above everything else, but also letting you know that we are ahead a good number of episodes recording-wise, so our regular schedule for recording should stay the same of the second and fourth Wednesday of every month. If that were to change, we'll let you know, but as of right now, we're ahead about six or seven episodes just to give you a slight peek behind the curtain so our release schedule won't change much at all for you so we'll have that content for you here for free twice a month so you have nothing to worry about there just make sure you're safe but on a lighter note we're trying to build our discord up so go ahead and join our discord it's found on all of our socials through facebook twitter instagram you can find all those at roll for damage pod and then through there, you can find the link to our Discord. I'm going to see if I can put it in the show description. The link 
if that's possible if it is hit that link there join that we have a lot of fun stuff planned there like ben's gonna do like a weekly questionnaire uh, about how to like D D properly like if he has any hints to give you or if you have any questions for him uh also through the discord if you want to f- make your own group with the community members there to play over line we have a feature there to allow you to look for a group to play with there and a lot of other stuff fun stuff we have planned maybe possibly in the future do a one shot with some of the guys here on the podcast and some community members i think that'd be a lot of fun to do so if that's something you're interested in please join the discord we're having a lot of fun over there we're posting memes sharing pictures of our cats and stuff it's pretty fun and yeah i'm gonna let you get back to the episode here i'm not gonna run any promos because uh, you guys have all heard it before you know, just, uh, you know, support my other podcast you want. It's called Sleep with the Light On. Follow Ben's blog. He posts a lot of fun stuff there about teaching and how to play D&D and stuff. Also, look up the band Throne of Iron. Their album just came out. The ones that did our intro and outro music. And you can find uh, Skylar Laud at Laud Illustrations. She did a lot of the graphic design for our wor- artwork here on the show. We appreciate the help from them. And give them your support. Follow them. Like their stuff. But I'll let you guys get back to the episode. Have a good one, guys. Meanwhile, the wagon carrying uh, the artist formerly known as Big Boots and his trust, his trusting steed Magna, <laughs> um, uh, makes it up there. You guys are still charmed. The uh, the vampiress uh, leads you into this courtyard area where the uh, the two like skeletal kind of spectral horses feed on like rotting flesh. Uh, she tethers them up and then leads you guys in chains to the uh, the great hall of Herr Henny Keep. Is there like a gate that closes behind us? Yeah, a big portcullis. Just, you know, the whole okay. place, like the walls are kind of falling in. The whole place, like the, the roof, the, the shingles have cracked and busted in several places. Um, you see probably about six skeletons on patrol outside uh, with like shields and a short sword. One's got an axe. And as they lead you in, there's like sconces that light the way, giving this whole place kind of a dim light uh, on the inside. You hear like a sound of a, well, it's hard to describe actually. It sounds like a, you know, and then thump on the ground as you, you know, coming, that noise coming down the hallway as you are led, charmed into the grand hall. As you enter, you see the other vampire uh, slitting the fi- the fifth elf's throat. And draining their blood into a bathtub. Um, as soon as he is about empty, they just let him thump on the ground where the other four uh, remain. Hey, yo, girl. Uh, uh, so we're, we're in the room where this happens. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a bathtub filled with blood. And is it is it the assistant doing this or is it the big bad? Assistant. Yep. The other assistant. Okay. Am I charmed by her also? Uh, No. Just charmed by the one. All right. Like, hey, why don't you get out of here, girl? We, uh, Magna in here need the room for, for this lady here. She, uh, the, the assistant just kind of turns and cocks her head and says, Anna, you, you, they're not, they're not elves. What are you doing? Let me tell you what, I ain't into that shit. And Anna, the vampire that charmed you, turns to Mary and says, uh, well, they, uh, they will serve us nonetheless. I, I'm sure we can find a use for them. And, uh, Anna, the Start one- taking off my pants. <laughs> Anna turns to you and looks you dead in the eyes and says, stop doing that. And <laughs> through her grated teeth, like she's had about enough the entire wagon ride up with like pickup lines and stuff. <laughs> Even when he's charmed, he's still an annoying little shit. <laughs> 
But yeah, she would look both of you in the eyes, not separately, but one at a time, because she can't do that. <laughs> Say, stand here, be quiet, show respect, kneel when our matron enters. Are we going to get a treat? If you do well, you will, but don't embarrass me. I mean, <laughs> you charmed the wrong person here, lady. Um, You brought us for the ride, not us. <laughs> What's in it for me? I get some alone time with you, right? Yes. Ooh. All right. Will that make you shut up? Can mm. I watch? <laughs> Whatever. We know what Magnus into now. <laughs> Chains and watching. <laughs> We're learning a lot about your character, Joey. <laughs> Who needs a backstory? I'm just like, okay, let's just make this weird. <laughs> let's get weird, bro. Let's get weird. That did should you, be the episode did, title. Did you cast <laughs> Zone of Truth or what? <laughs> It's all right, active. I'm just going to press the digitate be like, all right, I feel the sparks between us. And there's sparks. Like, all right, anything for you, sweetheart. At that point, you would hear, like, two large, like, kind of like those circular door knockers, you know, uh, kind of get pulled and open up as this large double door opens on the far side of the chamber. You, you, you can kind of make out the silhouette of the doors opening, but as far as a figure coming through, you can't see her until she's in the light. And you see an elderly woman kind of hobbling along. She's got like kind of light skin. It's very saggy, you know, like her it looks like her hair's falling out. It's curly. And say so at this point, she would order uh, Mary, I'm sorry, Anna would order you to kneel. Anna and Mary would kneel as well as this elderly woman, like little bony fingers and uh, the works, you know, think like uh, Maggie Smith, you know. Uh, <laughs> Professor McGonagall. Harry, Harry Potter. Old lady. Old gotcha. Lady. Old lady. Yeah. <laughs> I have not seen Harry Potter. <laughs> what? Uh, Downton Abbey? No. Okay. Never mind. I'll just pull my pants up and kneel. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, so she comes in. She's wearing this deep crimson robe. She says, rise, my servants, rise. You've done well. Have you brought the five elves? Anna nods. Mary nods. And she kind of looks over, and as she looks at you guys, you can see that her eyes are like this flaming red, which looks very kind of menacing. Um, and she says, I'm scared. And who are these two? And Anna says, they are additional servants, my lady. They they came at us, and I figured it would be best to have them here under our watch. And the, uh, the elderly woman kind of hobbles over to Anna, runs her fingers through her hair, and then grabs it very forcefully and yanks her head up to look at her. Says, um, you've done well, daughter. You've done well. Now it is time. I feel my strength waning. And she uh, disrobes. And gets in the tub of blood. Oh, I didn't need to see that. Well, she's um, kind of, you hear the soft chanting under her breath. Uh, sounds very, like, evil. Like, it's very guttural, uh, snarly. And right in front of you guys, you see her skin start to kind of come back into shape. Her hair that was curly has now straightens and turns black. The hair in her head starts to sprout out. Within about ten minutes of bathing in blood, she turns into the... Uh, black-haired woman from Alex God Vision. Or, from Theron's God Vision. Pull my pants back down. <laughs> she would get out of the bathtub. Her eyes are still the same, like, like red, you know, and she puts the robe back on and says, I require a proper bath now to clean off the rest of this filth. Uh, you would notice the blood also turns black when she's done with it. Kind of like it's been used up. She says, uh, you, servants. What's she up, girl? both of you. She says, I do not require you to attend me now, but I shall call you in the future. Anna, take them to the dungeons. And Anna charmedly commands you guys down into the dungeons. 
But uh, I don't wanna. And Anna says, well, that's just too damn bad. Now get in the dungeon. Well, she was mom voice on you. <laughs> she... <laughs> but yeah, she's she's pretty frustrated. You know, kind of like, a, don't make me look dumb in front of the boss. <laughs> <You know? laughs> uh, but yeah, they lead you down into the dungeon. She brought um, this upon herself. I mean, she kind of did. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you guys are led in there, uh, separate chambers, and you see there are several people, like skeletons, inside the other chambers. There's approximately 15 cages down here. Some of them are filled with skeletons. Uh, one of them is filled with a sleeping half orc, and another is filled with an Arakakra, who is kind of just like looking around in despair. But yeah, and then there's a skeleton that paces down back and forth and hanging on his hip bone, you see a ring of keys. As far as a charm goes, like, I'm pretty much putty, right? Like, she tells me to stay here, I'm gonna stay here. Yeah, as long as she doesn't tell you to do something that you know would hurt yourself. Like, if she says, jump off that cliff, that doesn't make sense. But if she says, get in this nice little cage, or kneel in front of our dark overmistress, you know, or whatever... Anything that doesn't sound harmful to yourself, then you're compelled to go along with. All right. I'm going to pull my pants back up, kind of sag. So I'm like, I guess I'm not getting any action yet. All right. I'm just going gonna, gonna to hunker down and wait, I guess. As soon as you say that, Anna just looks at you and then looks at Magna. And she's like, ah, and storms off. No quickie before bed? No? All right. I feel rejected and alone. The half-work would, um, hearing you guys speak, he would kind of wrestle himself awake. He's like, what's going on? Where am I? Who are you? What are you doing here? Um, we're brought here to, like, make love. Like, I'm basically imagining he's like, we're Beavis and Butthead at this point, I'm assuming. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, like, we're brought here to, like, hang out with some vampire ladies and, uh, maybe get lucky. I don't know. What do you, what's your deal, bro? The vampires brought you here. I'm sorry, there is no, there is no case for escape. I've been here for three weeks. We never said anything about escaping. Well, good. Don't even think about it. I wasn't. I'm glad that your moral <laughs> outlook, or your, your morale, has really stayed up. And Eric Acra looks over with his, like, beak and stuff and says, I've been here for three days! Ah! Oh. Were you, hey, were, uh, did you guys all come here on your own? Ah! Yes, sir. How did you get here? Ah! You know, I was gonna fight the vampire lady, but then I decided to, like, hang out. She's pretty sweet. She's beautiful, isn't she? Rop! Oh, yeah. And the half-orc is like, she's not beautiful. She's an evil mistress. We must put her head on a stake and then eat the stake. Oh, I'm just gonna chill, bro. That's What's weird, she- dude. Yeah. I'm just hungry for a meal. They haven't fed you? N- not really, No. Oh, a man. little bit, but nothing good. Well, if it comes to it, don't worry, I'll eat you. Did you do that for me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Anything to make you happy, I'll eat you, sure. Just don't let me go to waste. The forearms, very tender meat. The inner thighs, very tender meat. Yes. I'm a little worried. You have a plan. I. <laughs> you need a plan. This is good. Day one, we will get you initiated. <laughs> the only escape of this place is death. Eric Hawker's like, the man speaks the truth. Hmm. Oh my god, you're a bird! Rap? No shit! <laughs> Big Boots, he's a bird! Yeah, bro, don't 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 call it out. It's rude. I, don't, stare. Just... don't stare. Don't <laughs> stare. Looks at the Racist. ground. <laughs> What's your name? Rap? I'm Vendril. How about you, big guy? My name? Yeah, your name. Wee woo. <laughs> 
I'm sorry, what? Wee-woo, Gungar. Wee-woo. When my time comes, eat me quickly. <laughs> Spare me the dishonor of a long feast. I'm a little dude. I don't know how much I can get in, but... All of it. You must. Yes. I demand it. In one bite. Back to Theron and Kalanon. You guys are taking your little ponies up the the hillside. It's kind of a a gradual climb up here. The the closer you get to the castle, uh, the keep rather, uh, the nicer the road gets kind of thing. Like like there's less wear and tear. Lending credence to the idea that people don't come here often, you know? Okay. Usually the wagon is the only travel, and that's once a month. As you guys look at this castle, it's a huge gothic-style castle. There's a tower in every corner. There's a, a portcullis uh, that is lowered currently, made out of like black iron. Huge buttresses and uh, defensive works from a better time. Yeah, it seems like all the grass in this area is kind of dying off, probably from lack of sunlight. When we approach, I'd like to use my primeval awareness to know the uh, amount of certain things in the area... I mean, on undead, dragons, fiends, elementals. You can... Is it like a radar kind of thing? Yeah. yeah okay. Like pings. Uh, what was the I radius? don't know exactly where they are. Uh, one mile. Okay. Six miles if it's my... Uh, six miles if it's my favorite enemy, which is vampires. Which is vampires. Undead, technically, but vampires specifically. So within a mile, you can feel about a dozen skeletons, roughly okay. 12, uh, and you feel two vampires. Okay. Only two. Well, Callie, we can hope that Big Boots and Magna are still alive somewhere, probably being kept locked up or dead. One of the two. I feel like in this situation, Big Boots would say that he's too pretty to die. That is that is true. He is pretty. So uh, we should probably start by attempting to find, you know, the jail, the dungeon or something. We're going to need our strength in numbers here to, to win this battle. Yeah, I would suspect. You don't, Do you have a, a way of, like, Finding your way through this? Good old-fashioned walk around and find them. What does the, what does the entrance kind of look like? Yes, yeah, the entrance. Um, it's a large stone kind of gateway with a black iron portcullis that is currently down. The bars are small enough that you guys wouldn't be able to squeeze through. Okay. Uh, inside, you see kind of milling about our six skeletons. Would there be a feasible way to maybe scale the wall? Yes. Like, is this is this like a castle or is it like, so like there's an outer courtyard area, so we could like scale the wall and end up in the courtyard and then enter a door? Or is it like a solid building? It's like a standard castle. There's a wall surrounding it and then kind okay. of a keep inside. Okay. Yeah. So I think our best bet is probably scale the wall. Do you have any rope? I think you would, right? Yeah. Like, yeah we do yeah, have rope. In my, yeah. In my, in my like beginning You kit, bought yeah. some a few episodes back too, yeah. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. yeah. I have like 50 feet of rope though, so I don't yeah, have a grappling yeah. hook, but rope. Should right. work fine. Uh, roll. I need both of you to roll perception. Okay. Nine. Twenty-one. Twenty-one. So, uh, as Darren gets the rope ready, Kalanon, you see what looks like it used to be a post where you could hang a flag set into the stone. Like, uh, the flag would be set into the stone, and that would make a pretty good spot to try and lasso, so to speak, or, like, get the the rope tethered so that you okay, can climb yeah. up. Darren, aim for that point over there. And I'll just Can. point to that flag post can do the plan for me was i was just gonna tie it to an arrow and just shoot it (laughs) but that that works even better okay so you know using my magical awesome rope skills i'm gonna go ahead and you know make a lasso slash noose type thing and try and toss it up onto the up and over roll athletics okie pokey 
Sure, there's the nat 20. 22? There you go. Yeah, so it hangs right on there, and you guys, using the rope, it'd be an athletics check, but with advantage to scale the wall. Okay. Scaling this wall. Um, 15? Thank God. Um, 11. 15 and 11? That'll do it. Yeah, it's DC 10. So you guys get up the wall. Uh, Go ahead and also roll a stealth check to make sure the six skeletons in the courtyard don't see you as you climb. Okay. 10. 8. As soon as you guys get on top of the wall, all six skeletons look up at you, and you see their jaws kind of drop a little, (laughs) and then they ready for a fight. Looks like we're doing this. He's going to pull his bow out. So, panning back to Big Boots and Magna, in the dungeon there, you would see uh, what looks like like a ghost, like a blue outlined man. He's an old man. He's losing his hair. But what hair, what little hair he does have is kind of long and kind of stringy, you know. Um, he's got a bit of a hunch and a limp as well. And you see this ghost dragging around a mop bucket, and he's just like swabbing the floor with his mop. He's kind of singing a tune to himself. Is it a ghostly mop bucket too? Or is it a real mop bucket? A uh, ghostly mop bucket. Okay. An ethereal mop it's, bucket. It's important to know if he's using an actual solid object, someone could maybe grab, or if it's ghostly like him. I mean, we're trying. You know, when mops and mop buckets die, they, they are they, stuck they, in limbo for a while. Well, I was right, wasn't I? He said a ghostly mop bucket, so yeah. You don't want to know where limbo sticks go. <laughs> uh, so this ghostly, the, the specter is, uh, seems to be spectrally mopping the floor. As the uh, the skeleton slowly makes his way, you know, the one with the keys on his hip bone makes his way across the dungeon and then back. It takes him maybe five minutes to make a trek back and forth. Um, I need Big Boots and Magna to make a perception roll. Fourteen. Okay. Uh, nine. Nine. So, Magna, you would see on his belt, it's almost like a belt bandolier, or like a utility belt. Uh, you would see the spectral form of about a half a dozen paintbrushes and several little like clay paint containers as he's mopping the floor. So like an art kit? Yeah, like an art kit on his belt. Yeah. Hey, ghostums. Hey, boogums. Boogums. Hey, boogin. Hey. Yeah. Oh, yes. Hey. Yes. Are you a ghost? Oh, yeah. We was like, of course he's a ghost. What did he look like, your grandmother? Well, first, yeah, first off, but I've never seen a ghost before. Come over here. The ghost is just kind of muttering under his breath. <laughs> How'd you become a ghost? Roll persuasion. So he's pretty involved in this mopping situation. Oh, how'd you become a ghost? <laughs> well, <laughs> um, that's a 22. All right. He uh, makes his way over. <laughs> As he... Kind of looks up from those mop bucket. You can see that his eyes have been blinded. Hey, ask him about his belt. What? What's up with your belt? My belt? Yeah. My paint paint supplies. supplies. Have you seen them? And he kind of feels around for his belt. Kind of frantic, like old man frantic, you know? And he's like, oh, there they are. I still have them. Wonderful. I found them for you. Well, thank you. thank you. Yeah. So you'd say you owe me one. Roll deception. Uh, eighteen plus six. Oh yeah. Oh, uh, it seems I do. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't you? Uh, I don't know. When I asked to get out of the cage, I'm charmed. Uh, you know. You know, I I want to kind of stretch my legs out a little bit. You know, I want to I want to hit up my lady. Want to let me out of here? 
Who is your lady? Uh, I think her name was Anne. Anna! Yeah, Anna. Anna is your lady? Oh, dude, we are way back, bro. <sighs> and he shudders um, and gets back to his mopping. But hey, you owe me one. Oh, yes, yes uh, that seems I do. I do. Yeah. yeah. And now, Anna's not a. I'll owe you one in the form of advice. Anna is not a good woman. No? She serves the dark mistress, Lady Hernie. What's what's her deal? Well, I, I, I haven't spoken of her in, in years. If you were to describe her weaknesses in a form of a game, how would you describe that? Sudoku. Oh, shit. <laughs> um, like, say at this point, the skeleton with the keys would be walking back, kind of like pacing his way along. And then soon get out of sight, out of hearing range. Yes, well, I wasn't always in charge of mop duty. I was once a painter. My name is Alexander. Alexander Kunstler. It's a good name. Thank you. I'm quite fond of it. So, Alex. Yes. What made you? What What made you become a ghost? Did she make you a ghost? Uh, roll persuasion one more time, because this actually involves his death. And he would be... It was on the tw- natter 20, it, it wobbled, and then went to 2. So, say, um, 2 plus 6, 8. If uh, if Magna... You can do, like, an assist action, which would give him advantage. Oh, okay. Yeah, I can do, I can do that. Is, if, like, if your character's also curious to, like, find out more about this Yeah, guy. he's kind of got his, like, face right up against a bar trying to listen. Okay. On it after he yeah. asked about the belt. Yeah, I'm going to keep the 2. I rolled a 1. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he says, uh... Well, I, I don't know. Uh, you, with your face in the bar. Hi. What is your name? My name is Magna. Magna? Yeah. I knew a Magna once. He goes on to this long, boring tale about this kid that he knew named Magna back when, you know, this is like over a century ago. Magna's kind of just like blank face. Huh. 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 Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. After like an hour of talking. But he's like, oh, yeah, it's back on point. Back, yeah. Uh, you see, I was once a painter in my former life. I uh, was hired by Lady Hairhenny herself to paint a portrait of her. It was to be uh, my, my grand achievement in my artistic career. She hid it away, it seems. I, I have not seen it since as I mop the grounds of her castle. Uh, but uh, there's something peculiar about it last time I remember. It looked off. A little older, maybe? I don't know. She was rather young when I painted it. And that was when she uh, let me know, know that this was to be the last thing that I ever see. She blinded me and had me put to death. That seems a little excessive. You could do, like, one or the other. I mean, I think both seems a little rough. Well, who would mop the floors? Certainly not one of these foul skeletons. They can barely even walk and breathe at the same time. Right, but if your job is to, like, forever mop the floors... You kind of need to see to do that, like... Well, it was important to her that no one looks upon her painting, yes. Hey, Magna, that painting's probably important. What makes you think that? Foreshadowing. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I would like to stretch my legs out. Can you Can you let me out? Oh, heavens no. I need to talk to my girl. Uh, I'm afraid she is not your girl. She is, uh, she's had many boys come in here, if you catch my drift. That Anna's a bit promiscuous for my taste. Alexander, you've been a wonderful help. Anything you do to make it easier for us to chill out here? Well, I know of a game you could play. It's called Throw the Rock. 
And who makes the biggest noise? Half the struggle is finding the rock. But I guess you may have a, an easier time at that than I will. Good day. Love you, Alexander. And continues mopping, muttering under his breath. How many hours has it been? Uh, about an hour and a half. Well, since you got captured, yeah. about two and a half hours. Okay, so we still got a long way to go. <laughs> <laughs> Back to Theron and Kalanon. These skeletons are arming up for a fight. Go ahead and roll initiative. Seven. Twelve. All right, so Kalanon, you are up first. I'm just going to try shooting a bow at it. Just see if that'll do anything, because I want to save all my resource-based stuff for later. Totally. Go ahead and make that attack roll. It's a 17 on the die. That'll hit. Go ahead and roll damage. All right. It's been a while since I've rolled for damage. 11. 11 damage? Yep. All right. So uh, your arrow hits it and breaks a couple of the ribs off inside mm. of its rib cage. You get the feeling that arrows are not going to be as effective oh, against I, this type of oh, bow. No, I, I know they're not going to be effective, but I've got nothing else with, at this range. After Kalanon is Theron. I'm going to attack a skeleton. The same one that he shot, or a different one? Well, currently, you guys are up on the wall, and right. they're scaling the I'll wall, climb with the stairs to get you. So, is the one that he shot the one that's like closest to climbing up? Yes. I'll yeah, I'll go ahead and shoot that one. Okay, doke. With an arrow. With an arrow. All right. Nineteen. Yeah, that hits. Okay. So with that, since he's already taking damage, I get an extra D eight plus a D eight, so two D eights. 14 damage. All right, so that is enough to kill it. We'll say the arrow strikes it right in, like, the neck bone, and the head flies off and, you know, hits the ground and crush, you know, break cracks and breaks yeah. and stuff, and the rest of him just falls apart in a pile of bones. Okay, I get another attack since I took the attack. I'm just going to do the next one in... Yep. 24. That will definitely hit. So this time I only get the single D8. 7. All right. So once again, not as effective, but still doing some damage to them. Um, next up is them. Uh, the five that are remaining are going to close the distance. We have two that are on Theron, two on Kalanon, and the last one I'll roll for to see who he goes after. The, that's a nat one and a two. Yeah, those uh, are going to miss. Yeah. And then Kalanon, we have a 13 and a 16. 16 should hit. All right, so that'll be five damage. As he uh, slashes you with like a rusty short sword. And then the last guy is going after Theron. So we have three on Theron, two on Kalanon. Uh, Theron, that is a ten. Miss. Uh, Kalanon, back to you. You got two skeletons on you. All right. Well, um, I'm going to drop the bow for the spear, which is um, piercing and slashing. Still leads me in the same boat as far as I'm sure skeletal immunities. Um, and I'm going to swing with that. All right. And you're trying to do slashing damage with the spear? Uh, that is correct. Or stabbing damage. Or piercing damage. Uh, well, the bow is piercing damage, and that did nothing. So slashing is what we're going to go with. But All right. pretty sure that's not going to be as helpful as well. Uh, that's an unnatural 20. Yeah, that hits. All right. That's uh, seven damage. Seven. All right. That is actually more effective than you would think. Okay, cool. Slashing it, you know, the, bone, the bones are a little brittle after years and years. So, yeah, you slash him. So you slash some bits off of him. All right, cool. After Kalanon, we have Theron. Okay, so the three that are attacking me and the two that are attacking him, which one is the one that I shot at? The one that you shot is skeleton number two. Is it on me or is it on him? 
Uh, it's on you. Okay, so there's one that's taking damage on me and two that haven't. Correct. So if uh, so, I'm going to put my bow away because they're too close, pull out my new silvered sword and my hand axe. And if I attack dual wielding, mm-hmm. can I attack one and then another and it's still the same attack? Uh, so yeah, so the way it if works, they're all close uh, to me. your main hand attack would be your action, and then your offhand attack is your bonus action. They do not have to be at the same target. However, with your offhand, your bonus action, unless you take a f- certain feat, or maybe it's a fighting style, um, Doesn't then you, you only do the dice, not the modifier. Right, right. Okay, that's exactly what I needed. So, the one that has already taken damage, mm-hmm. I'm going to attack with my hand axe as my main action. Okay. 27. Yeah. No, sorry. <laughs> 24. Well, still, yeah. 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 And <laughs> since he's already taken damage, it's going to be... 2d8 with my Colossus Slayer. 9, 4, 13. He shatters. Okay. And then I'm going to attack one of the other ones with my sword. Nat 1. Alright, yeah. So he just dodges out of ways like... Okay. So now I'm going to do the same thing again because of my extra attack. Yeah, so you can attack one more time, but you only take one bonus action per round. Right. Same right. thing, only one reaction right. per round. That so, kind of so this time it's going to be the, the sword again. Okay. That should be a 7, so 13. That hits. Okay, so it's 1d6 plus 4. 10. 10 damage? Yep. Wow. So you slash the crap out of it, um, so much so that it like the knees just break off. And so this thing is standing about four foot tall. Oh, no. uh, still with his rusty short. Does it sword. matter that it's silvered? If are they, do they count as undead or no? Uh, they do, but um, silvered does not automatically work against undead. It works against some undead creatures. Okay, okay. So skeletons, they're undead, but silvered is just like any right, other weapon. Right. Okay. Yep. Uh, after Theron is them. So there's two on Theron, two on Kalanon. All right. So that'd be a seventeen, Theron. That That's going to hit. All right. That's hitting for six damage. Okay. Kalanon, two on you. That'd be a nat 20 on one and a nine on the other. Uh, the nat 20 will hit. All right. So that'll be 10 damage on that one. And then we're back to Kalanon. All right. I'm going to swing the spear on the one that really hit me really, really hard. Good deal. Uh, that's an unnatural 20. That hits. Seven damage. How do you want to kill it? I want to lop its head off. All right. Which is, uh, I lop its skull off because I had to just, there's, there's more stuff to that skull. It's just, yeah. Totally. So you lop the skull off, the rest of the body collapses down in a pile of bones, and the skull flies over the wall and bounces, almost bounces off of the cobblestone as, you know, the cobblestone yeah. road that leads up to it, smashing into bits. Nice. After Kalanon, we have Theron. Okay, so I have one damaged, one undamaged. I'm going to do the same thing where I do the damaged one. I'm going to hit with my hand axe for my first action. Okay. 22. Hits. And he gets yeah, that's going to kill it. It only has one hit point left, so how do you want to kill it? Just hand axe to the top of its skull. Totally. We'll say that hand axe is enough to like bury into the skull, split the whole thing in half down from top to bottom. Okay. It's so like then, bone splinters go everywhere. Okay. So that's the main action. So then the bonus action with the uh, long sword against the other one. Yep. Ten. Hits. Oh, really? Yeah, they have very low AC. Okay, so that's just going to be a 1d6. Three damage. 
Okay. And now my extra attack with my longsword. Fifteen. Fifteen hits. Seven damage. Yeah, so you go to hit this thing. That was with your longsword or your axe? Longsword. Alright, so when you go to swing at it, we'll say you turn the blade a little bit, so it's not cutting, it's like whamming this thing. Right, so I'm hitting and it with the flat of the blade. Exactly, and it just like explodes to one side in a shower of bone. Okay, and how far away is Callie from me then? Um, like the skeleton he's fighting? Within ten feet. Okay, so I'm gonna, you know, rush over and attack this thing with my bonus action hand axe. Good deal. For nine. Nine hits. Five damage. And that kills it. Oh, yeah, boy. Yeah, so Kalanon, this one is like menacingly looking at you, missing a jaw, and then it just yeah. like poof, pops like a bone-filled water balloon. Oh, yeah, that's a, that's a jaw, jaw bone drop. Bone-filled water balloon? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's a jaw-dropping that experience. That sounds painful. <laughs> and then, uh, <laughs> just, do they have anything on them? Like, obviously, they're skeletons. Probably no. not much of shit. Okay. Not really. Okay, so... You feeling okay, Callie? <sighs> no, I... I need to do a quick, uh, quick patchwork on on myself. Uh, they definitely got to me, and I'm gonna. You should have a lot of healing potions too. We got yeah, to, we yeah, got to load yeah. It up I'm gonna. Yeah, I've got my own. Yeah, so I'm gonna go ahead and use. Start chugging. I'm gonna use a regular healing potion on myself. That's okay. what two d four plus, plus two. my plus two. Okay. Yep. Five seven, which brings me up to full. Good deal. I was missing six. Going to check two. Yeah, I'm missing a little bit more than that. Excellent. So, panning back to Big Boots and Magna. Um, you guys are still under the charm effect. Uh, the ghost has continued moving on with his spectral mop bucket. Uh, the skeleton is still pacing back and forth about every five minutes. Popping out of your pocket, Magna, is your mole. You, uh, his head. you mean Big, Big Boots? boots. You said Magna. Oh, right, right. Sorry. sorry. I don't have a mole. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, Big Boots, your mole pops out. Hey, Kevin. Hey. What are you doing there, buddy? Um, we're locked in a cage right now, bro. What? He looks around for the first time, noticing his surroundings. What, why are we in here? Uh, I'm kind of confused as to why, but I came here on my own, I think. If I, if I had to describe it, yeah. Well, what's our buddy doing over here? And he kind of like pointing at him. At Magna? Yep. The same thing. We kind of just came down here. We were gonna, we were gonna fight a vampire, but then we were like, nah, let's let's fuck her instead. And now we're in a cage. Magna, roll insight. Twelve. You hear Big Boots just start going, <laughs> and you're pretty sure he's finally gone insane. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I do need to get out of here. <laughs> yeah, Kevin is like, um, he's at, he's like, well, if she loved you, would you, would she ask you to come here in this cage? I don't know. I've never been in love before, Kevin. Have you ever, what is love? Baby, don't hurt me. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, he says, well, love is that warm, fuzzy feeling you get inside. It's uh, skipping across the water, running from an alligator that you know is going to eat you. It's coming home to a nice little den carved out of the bottom of a tree, having your younglings there waiting for you with fresh food. I literally can't relate to any of those. <laughs> well, it's a good feeling. Hmm. And I don't, in my professional opinion, I don't think this is love. No? No, I think it's lust. Oh. I just want to hit it and quit it. Is that what you're thinking? That's what I think. If you ask me right here, right now, I do. 
I am asking you right here, right now, I am. Well, I do. (laughs) (laughs) So what are we going to do about it, sir? Well, if I'm lusting for her, I want to get out and get that nut off and go, right? That's right. We got to get out of here then, Kevin. Well, you say the word. Let's get out of here, Kevin. And there we go. And he uh, kind of scurried. You'd see Magna, you'd see the mole scurry out of his pocket, kind of look around and sniff the floor. And he's like, what do you need me to do there, sir? There's a there's a skeleton that comes around every five to ten minutes with keys. I'm assuming that's how we get out. I know how basic locks work, and usually a key is involved. Right, right. Do you know what keys are, Kevin? Uh, no. Okay. Uh, it's like a circle, metal circle with metal danglies, and it's hanging from his hip. Do you know what a hip is, Kevin? Uh, no. It's, you know how how I'm walking on these two long things called legs? Yes, I know legs, yeah. It's yeah, they're very fine. Like, yeah, it's, it's what connects the legs to the pelvis. Do you know what a pelvis is? <laughs> no. <laughs> And he, he's like, he grabs, he has his little, sticks his little mole finger out, and he's like, point it out to me on you. Uh, and I, oh, oh god, this seems kind of inappropriate. Alright, I point out on my body where my hip is, and like, it's right there, but obviously he's taller than me. So, take take my shortness, giantness to you, and like, make it gianter, but on the skeleton. So like, if I was gonna go over and point at his hip, and he hops over between the cells, uh, between the bars, because he's pretty small, he points it. Magnus hip. He's like, oh, right there then? On Why the, is he uh, pointing the, at me? On the big bone man? Why the hell is a mole pointing at me? You just hear, <laughs> What is he saying? Don't worry about Magna. Yes, right there. Right there. Like, well, you got it, sir. Just keep that food a coming. Yeah. And uh, within the next five minutes, the skeleton's going to come back. Uh, your mole is going to Nat 20, his athletics, to jump up on the skeleton and start, like, wrestling around inside his pelvis bone, inside his rib cage, poke his head up through the skull and do, like, like the two-finger poke, but from the inside to the outside. <laughs> and uh, the skeleton's just, like, flailing around, ends up collapsing next to your cage as he's trying to scramble his way up. Crushes on, slams on the ground, your mole's, like, thoroughly messing him up. Can, can my tiny little arm reach the keys? Yes. I, I reach for the keys. Excellent. And the skeleton looks over at you. And goes, ah! And then scrambles up and runs away down the hallway. I flex and open the lock. Solid. It pops right open. The mole's like, well, look at this. You did it. Yeah. Kevin, you are awesome. Right. And he goes up for a little mole high five. I offer a pound, a fist bump. He accepts. (laughs) All right. You might want to get back in my pocket. This might get a little hairy. Harry, you say? That sounds mighty warm. Well, we're we're here. We're at the Harry Keep or whatever this is called. <laughs> Harry Keep, right. <laughs> right. What a place. I, I unlock Magnus and I unlock the other two prisoners. All right. Wee Woo and Findrill are thrilled to be part of this escape team. Wee Woo uh, looks at you and kind of grabs you by the shoulders and picks you up so he's eye level with you. And he's like, my liege, I will follow you to the depths of hell. Yeah, you will. You're a liege, aren't you? We're going to be going there real soon, it sounds like. He's almost like shaking you, you know? All right, all right. Uh, Let me ride you. What? (laughs) Let me ride you. As my liege commands. And he gets down on one knee, which you still is like a climb for you. Mm -hmm. Do you know where uh, the weapons are? No, but we shall find them. All right. Magna pulls his shield off his back. 
Because remember, she uh, she didn't take his yep. shield from him. Yep. She just, you still got your shield. She put it on his back. So he pulls his shield up, and he's gonna he puts it on his arm. Mega, I don't think we love Anna. What do you mean? I think we just want to get our rocks off and leave. <laughs> Rob, who doesn't? Anna's a babe. Rob, no, that makes sense. All right, let's get going. Let's get through these skeletons. All right, so um, you guys are able to make your way down the hallway uh, with your motley crew, and are. Uh, Able to escape the dungeon. Back to Theron and Kalana. I need both of you guys to make a an investigation roll. Hokey pokey. You are now in the courtyard. I got a 17. Uh, an 18. 18. All right. Um, so you guys are able to, next to one of the doors leading kind of into the ground, you're able to find a ring of keys hanging on a nail. Okay. Um, you said you could have the ability to make good berries? Yeah. All right. With a mouthful of good berries. <laughs> I still needed some healing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'll cast good berries and give him all ten of them. Excellent. Keys? You see you see keys? Keys. Is it is is Big Boots in the well? No, uh so they're gonna walk up and you know, with the tip of his sword, just kinda lift the keys off their hook, slide it down, and then just kinda grab them. Totally. Yeah, they're not enchanted, they're just mundane keys. Iron keys. Yeah, we're gonna you know, go into one of the side doors, I guess, not like the main hall entrance. So the keys unlock the side door, and you're able to kind of go down this worn stone set of stairs down into the ground um, of the keep. Okay. Uh, there's several sconces lighting the way as you make your descent, probably about 30 feet down into the ground here. You hear a commotion happening. Okay. Uh, what kind of a commotion is it? Well, you hear, ah! You hear, and you hear a voice say, I will follow you to the depths of hell. Arnold or Would you or really expect anything else at this point? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we're going to head towards that commotion. Excellent. So you guys come around the corner into the dungeon as Big Boots and Magna are coming around the corner out of the dungeon. And you guys almost run into each other. With the, with the charm, would we recognize them? Yes. Okay. Yeah, you're, you're still yeah, yourself. We- it only affects how you feel about like that one uh, person. Yo, guys, what's up? You come for the orgy too? No, we came for you. Yeah, I'm really right. not into you like that, man. You know, I thought it was more of friends, but if you want to cross that bridge, we'll fucking do Ma- it, bro. Magna, <laughs> Magna, slap big boots. How would I do that? So, with them being charmed, are they considered her companions or no? Not companions. Wait, okay. would you just... would you know that they're charmed? I mean, you would have told me. Like how they got captured, I would assume. And he has a back with his yeah. backstory. Okay, yeah, yeah. Was quite a lot. I know vampiric vampires. abilities and yeah, that's kind of like a big part of your backstory. Yeah, it's like the biggest part. Uh, Ale- Theron, uh, roll nature. Nature. Okay. As you're looking at these guys, it's been it's been a few hours. Sixteen since they first got charmed. So you would know that they're still charmed. Uh, as far as breaking the charm, you would need. Anna the vampire to attack one of them or ask them to do something suicidally reckless. Can I overpower the charm with a charm of my own? Or like maybe a suggestion, super powerful suggestion spell. Higher level. Like a override? Yeah, low. Yo, dog, I heard you like charms. We put a charm on your have (laughs) I have that vial of that liquid that, you know, Shortfoot was using. And I was thinking maybe if I can override the charm, I can just be like, hey, you don't like her anymore. Uh, yes. Okay, so... think that might work? Using the wineskin that Kalanon has with the water in it, we're going to take that, we're going to kind of 
pours a vial into it and you guys, you guys must be parched. Drink this. I give am kind of thirsty. Give it to Magna and Big Boots and have them drink it. All right, make a DC 19 wisdom save, Big Boots and Magna. The DC is 19? Yes. Holy cow. That's how he's able to get the entire halfling village What's under his one? sway. Uh, just... D- so a wisdom save, D20 plus wisdom. I only got 12. Oh, okay. That's a good thing. Yeah. 12 as well. Yeah, so you guys fall under the sway of Magna. Oh. Or, I'm sorry, oh. get, uh, under the sway of Theron. You okay. Mixed up. So you guys... uh. You don't like that Anna chick anymore. In fact, you don't like that Anna you're, chick. You're you're kind of pissed and really, really want to kill her. I'm kind of pissed and I really, really want to kill her. Ditto. Hey guys, there, you guys see a painting on your way in? I did not. What, what about a painting? So my ghost bro, yeah, ghosts are real, guys. Mind fucking blown. There's someone with a painting, and he's like, the painting's really important for the big bad lady. Well, let's get a uh, finding this painting then. So now, if I were to Use the, Magna, you look the good. If today. I were to use the safe word and snap them out of the current suggestion, would her charm then take back hold, or did I kind of cancel that out completely? Uh, her charm could cancel your charm. It's kind of a back and forth, we'll say. Well, I'm, I'm thinking like if I, out of game, if I say Thebris and cancel the, uh, use the safe word to cancel the the suggestion that I have them under, would they go back being charmed to her automatically? Nope. Okay. Nope. That her, the previous charm has been canceled. Thebris. You guys Whoa. are fine now. Look right, at that. <laughs> fuck this bitch fucking charmed me. I know what that feels like now. That's not good. Wee-woo I feel it. betrayed. Wee-woo is like, tell me about it. Wee-woo, you're... Uh, we're gonna fucking get to the bottom of this, Wee-woo. <laughs> you're damn right, we will. Alright, you ready to be my, uh, my fucking cannon fodder? I Where's my bo- hammer? I was born for it. Alright, let's. We let's don't have our weapons, guys. Man. We need to get our weapons. I need my hammer. Kalanon. And Javelin. Toss this man his trident. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, and I toss the, the trident, the silver laden. Really silver tipped Ooh, trident. It's looking good. Thank you, guys. Heck yeah. So, um, as far as weapons go, I need everyone to make an investigation roll. 18. Uh, 16. 4. Uh, 10. Right, so 15 or higher, you would know that castles, like, castles usually have some kind of storage room. It's especially true of older castles where, like, the knights, the guards would keep their weapons in downtime. Like the armory? Yeah, like an armory. Um, So with that investigation, you'd be able to kind of get a feel for where the armory in this castle would be. Uh, It would be attached to one of the outer walls, uh, kind of built into it. Let's go. uh, Uh, Hey, armory, outer walls. Probably our weapons. Let's go get your shit. Start opening doors. my keys, because I have keys to the place. Totally. And so do they. <laughs> you gotta watch out for skeletons. There's some skeletons walking around. There's, uh, what was it, 13 skeletons total? Oh, uh, yeah, like 13. So, seven down, there's only about six left. No, only about I, six left. I thought we took care of six. We took yeah. care of six, they took care of one with the, the jailer. Oh, that's right, yeah. He just kind of ran off. We didn't really do anything to him. Um, so as you guys sneak back out to near where the wall is... You would be able to kind of like scale the inside of the area and survey the inside and see where the armory's at. It is behind a locked door. Can I try, you know, like some of the keys? Yes. Okay. So I want to try. How many keys are on this key ring? How many keys? Seven. Thirteen. Jesus. Okay. So I know one of them isn't it. Right. Do they? Do they all look the same? Ah, uh, kind of samey. Yeah. Okay. So I guess I'm gonna try twelve keys. All right. So we'll try the first one. Excellent. Uh, first one does not work. 
We'll try the third one. Third one. Does not work. We'll try the twelfth one. Twelfth one. Does not work. Seventh. Seven. Now you got her. There we go. <laughs> Why seven, did you start with that one to begin with? Keys. Well, it's in the middle. It's in the middle of the ring. Why would I start with that one? When in doubt, press C. <laughs> yeah so you're able to pop in there and all of your weapons and armor that they've confiscated is there uh wee woo's battle axe is there um Fendril's bow and arrow is in there um <laughs> okay boys suit up yeah all right. do you have a silver dagger magna nope. no all right well i'll give you mine i mean i find mine that's is my there. shield silver if yeah. i if i if i clunk her in the face but she just no. Alright, well I give you my silver dagger because I got my silver trident now. Okay. I guess we're gonna go find us a vampire to kill. Let's be the light and fuck her up, Callie. Maybe look around and see if we can That's find the spirit. Anna's room, I guess. Sure. Um looking at this castle, you would see several like one tower in each corner of the walls, and then there's the keep inside, and there's one high tower that kinda looks out over the entire place. You would easily be able to guess that high tower was probably of some importance. If not her room, then like a high kind of deal, you know. Okay. Usually that's how royalty do it. Like the, they, they get the highest tower, the highest point in the castle is. Let's there. start with the big one. So we're so, gonna head to the big tower. So getting to the big tower will require you to go into the keep uh, that you went into earlier. Uh, that these two, rather, uh, Big Boots and Magna went into earlier. The door is locked. Key number thirteen unlocks it. And you guys head into, you know, down a hallway and into a large kind of open room, kind of like a throne room, where you see a, a a tub filled with black liquid. That was blood. As well as five dead elves. That was their blood. Those poor bastards. Do their bodies have anything on them? Roll perception. Twelve. Twenty gold pieces. Yoink. So four, four each. Yeah, so we each... We each get some, no, five each. I mean, each of the elves had four gold oh, pieces. Oh, okay, each. okay. Well, we each get five gold now. We was like, what about my cut? Huh? Survive and you get something. You think I just carry around this little man for free? You want me to eat you later, right? What's the point of you having gold? Only eat me if I fall in battle. Glorious battle. Well, we just, gotta, just wait to see how this turns we out, We gotta buddy. battle first. Yeah, speaking of fall in battle, I'm glad to know that when I fall in battle, you guys are just gonna like, oh man, that's terrible. Loot him. <laughs> Rude him. Nothing is sacred. I mean, we could be like a cat and an elderly lady. We're just like eat you right away. <laughs> I need you guys to do an investigation roll. At one. Sixteen. Seventeen. Eleven. So, Magna, we'll say with the net one, the putrid smell of this kind of rank blood and dead bodies has got your senses all in a tizzy. Who got above sixteen? Sixteen yeah. above, uh, big boots and Theron. Yeah, so you guys would uh, have an approximate idea of how to get higher up in this keep uh, to where the uh, the high tower is. You may well how how stealthy are you being? Like you just clunking in here and oh, like come what may. I'll attempt or... to stealth it first. You know. Okay. Nine. Nine. Okay. So as you guys finish looting the bodies and kind of get your bearings in here. Um, six more skeletons show up. Roll for initiative. Alright. Fourteen. Fourteen for Magna. Big Boots. Four. Four. Theron. Eighteen. Kalanon. Sixteen. And they got, eh, you know, decent. Theron, with an eighteen, you're up first. Let's rock that bow. Shoot. The closest skeleton. Excellent. Twenty-eight. That hits. 
Eight damage. All right. And then I get another attack. I'm going to shoot the same skeleton. 20. Hits. 16 damage. All right, that's enough to kill it. So the first arrow passes through and cracks off a few ribs. The second one knocks the entire thing, the entire skeleton back as he collapses on the floor in a pile of bones. Next. After Theron is Kalanon. All right, well, I'm just going to uh, step up with the spear then and swing at it since that was seemed to work last time in the last encounter. Excellent. 14. 14 hits. Four. Uh, after Kalanon is Magna. I'm just gonna I'm gonna swing my warhammer at the closest one. Good deal to me. So and that's bludgeoning damage, correct? Yes. Excellent. Go ahead and roll it. Uh, twelve plus four, sixteen, and then there's a plus so seventeen. That hits. That hits. All right. So then D eight plus two, seven plus two nine. All right. So that bludgeoning damage on this skeleton just knocks him into next Tuesday, <laughs> like he just explodes. On contact with your Warhammer. Out of game, are skeletons weak to bludgeoning then? They have vulnerability, yes. Okay. They take two times as much damage from bludgeoning. Okay. Ooh. And then piercing is half damage. But yeah, that's another one down. I've come to the right fight, boys. <laughs> <laughs> After Magna is uh, Weewoo and Fendril. Uh, Fendril's going to shoot a short bow. He's going to hit. Weewoo, swinging with his axe, hits. Good deal. Then the skeletons are going to go. So there are one, two, three, four left, and there's four of you. So we got one on Big Boots with a two. Miss. One on Theron with a 14. Miss. One on Kalanon with a 19. That'll get there. These Sorry. skeletons hate you. I'm not you. out to kill you. I promise. Uh, seven damage. All right. So uh, that is the skeletons. Big Boots, your go. I'm going to slash one with a... I mean, I only have piercing damage with the trident, so piercing damage with the trident, two-handed. Eleven? Yeah, that hits. Twelve, actually. So two of them have been damaged, and uh, the one that's attacking you has been the most damaged. All right, um, the one that's attacking me is what I'm going after. Uh, Four damage total. That's enough to uh, to kill him. How do you want to kill him? Um, I'm going to just stab him in the face with the eye holes with the trident. Totally. We'll say the trident even breaks through the back of his skull and the rest of the body falls limp and you just have like this skull impaled on your trident. After big boots, round resets to Theron. Okay, so the one on... I'm going to ignore the one on me for a split second. I'm going to shoot the one on Magna. Right, that's going to give you disadvantage on is the it, roll. Is it that close? Yeah, he's within five feet. Okay, what about the one on Kalanon? Are they all within five uh, feet of me? Same thing. There's a guy within melee range of you, and you're making a ranged attack. Oh, okay. In that case, yeah, I'm still going to do it, because I already said I was going to do it all on right. this first attack. Eleven? Yeah, that hits. <laughs> so, so you say you're well, into, like, I lied. Sorry. It's not a Mac Phil. It's not one. Oh, yeah. 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 So you shoot through the ribs, and it just kind of hits the wall on the other side. Okay. I'm going to use my multi-attack and yep. kind of... Bow in my left hand and pull my sword out and swing at the one that's on me. 18. That'll get there. And this has this one been damaged? This one is not. This one is not. Okay. So that's just going to be a D6. Nine damage. Nine. Got it. And that's me. All right. After Theron is Kalanon. Your skeleton has also been undamaged. So far, the one on Magna and the one on Theron have been damaged. Yours is untouched. All right. I will uh, again try with the spear. That's a seven. Seven's a miss. Yeah. Ooh. 
Just barely. Oh, <sighs> well. <sighs> so you go to slash at him, and he just, like... Well, say you slash his head, and the head, like, hops off the body, and slashes through, and then hops back on. He just, like, smiles <laughs> at you. <laughs> <laughs> what? what? What trickery is this? It's a cartoon now. <laughs> <laughs> After Kalanon is Magna. All right, so I'm going to swing at the one that's closest to me again. Just going to freaking obliterate him. <laughs> that's a natural 20. There Dang you him. go. You're going to freaking obliterate him. <laughs> Five plus two is seven. We'll just say just for flavor's sake, because you're doing so much damage to him uh, with your bludgeoning weapon that you shatter him. And then a few shards go into the skeleton that was attacking Theron, and it's going to do enough damage to kill it. (laughs) (laughs) So you, like, smack it, and one of the ribs comes in, and Theron, this thing's, like, bearing down on you, and one of the ribs flies through the air and impales this thing in the back of its head, and it just falls limp. So since I'm a level 5, I forgot, I actually get an extra attack. You do. So I'm actually going to charge after the one that's going after Caladon. <laughs> Excellent. And attack that one. That's a 16 plus 4. That's a unnatural 20. Yeah, that hits. And 2 plus two, 4. Four, 4 damage. So that one you don't hit as hard, but it still he still takes a crap load of damage. Okay. Um, after Magna is Weewoo and Findrel. Findrel shoots his bow. It hits. Weewoo swings his axe, and that's enough to crush the one on on Kalanon. Oh, oh thank goodness. Weewoo just kind of looks at you. He's like, you're welcome. Thank Good. you, my uh, orc friend. Good job, Half-orc. Oh, man. You doing all right over there, Kaladon? I'm, do- I'm doing fine. So as you guys ascend the tower in this big spiral staircase, you seem to go a couple hundred feet in the air. Until you finally reach a locked door at the top of the highest tower. As you go through all 13 keys, there is not a key that works for this one. Thank you. (laughs) Looks like we're going to do this the old-fashioned way. Let's do 13 different times. Oh, my God. (laughs) Looks like we're going to do this the old-fashioned way. I'm going to try and slate of hand it. All right. 19. Pops right open. All right. As the door opens, you see what looks like a bedroom. There are... Uh, a couple of altars that you see, like demonic altars. Uh, the bed is covered in a large sheet. And then on the far end of the room, you see what looks like a portrait in a frame covered in a white sheet. That's uh, That might be it, boys. Painting. I don't know if we have to destroy it or show it to her. I don't know. We got to do something. Sort of Dorian Gray this. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was thinking. Like, at least pull the sheet. Well, let's start with pulling the sheet off. I don't know if it's like off. a Ghostbusters 2 situation or what, but... Let's start with pulling the sheet off. I'm going to walk over and just, you know, yank the sheet down. All right, so as you go to yank the sheet, Lady Hairhenny and her two vampiric assistants come into the room from the stairs. They were trailing after you, and she screams, No! As you pull the sheet off, and you see what looks like her, but if the flesh has been rotted off, it's like maggoty and gross, the hair is thin and white, Looks like a, a decaying body for like a hundred years. It's just hideous, you know? Like, you can see through the, the cheek and see like the rotten yellow teeth. A couple of the teeth in the back are black. And the eyes are like starting to rot as well. Just kind of a very gruesome, disgusting scene of an aging dead body. As soon as you guys look at it, the portrait and Lady Hairhenny start to kind of trade places. Where the portrait slowly, skin starts to form onto it, slowly the hair starts to turn more black and more straight until 
The portrait looks like that of a 25-year-old woman, the one from your vision, and Lady Hairhenny at the door, uh, the physical Lady Hairhenny, uh, looks like a, like a zombie. And she says, you've, un- you've, you've ruined everything! At this point, both of the vampiric assistants, Anna and Mary, are going to look at each other and look at Lady Hairhenny, and Anna leans forward and says, the deal is off, my lady. And they turn into smoke and nope right out of there. Damn it. Lady Hairhenny to fight you guys alone. Roll initiative. Okay. 18. What do you got, Big Boots? Six. 16. Count on. 15. All right, so Magda, you are up first All right. against Lady Hairhenny. All right, I'm the just zombie gonna, lady. The zombie lady. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm just going to swing my hammer at her. Uh, 13 plus 4, 17. 17 hits. Alrighty. Uh, uh, that's 4, four. damage. Alright, got it. Uh, and then I get an extra attack, right? Yep. You can use on her. See, gonna... when you hit her, some of the skin, like, flakes off. In a really Ooh. disgusting kind of way. Oh! Alright. She just smells putrid. 11 plus 4, 15. 15 hits. Alrighty. Uh, five plus two is seven. Got it. All right. After Magna is Theron. All right. So we're going to start, get my bow out, have it ready. Hunter's Mark as a bonus action on Lady Hair Henny. Excellent. And then I'm going to shoot her with my bow. For 23. That hits. And what's his face already did damage to her, right? Yep. <laughs> what's his face? What's his face? The young guy that's Magna. Been in the group since day one. Young Magna. In that case, we're looking at 19 damage. Wow. And I'm going to shoot her again, because I had multi-attack. Good. Natural 20. And the, yeah. <laughs> so I don't get the Colossus Slayer damage this time, but I do get the Hunter's Mark. So it's still going to be 2d8 because of the I believe crit. the Hunter's Mark is also doubled in a crit. Is so it? it's double the dice plus the modifier. Okay. We got 2d8 plus 2d6. Not bad. <laughs> 21. Yeah, so the first arrow sticks right in her shoulder. She kind of wears it. Second one sticks her right in the heart, and you see her rotting face just go gaunt, and her jaw kind of hangs slack for a minute. She says, you will not take this from me. I will be the most beautiful, the most youthful. And she is just like frothing at the mouth, angry. Okay. Uh, After Theron... Wait, Yep, that's it. My two Uh, attacks. After Theron is Kalanon. I just did 40 damage to her in one turn. Mm. It's not too shabby. How badly off does she look? She looks messed up. Well, she looked messed up before, but like... (laughs) (laughs) Roll insight. Alright. Seven. She looks like she can still take a beating, but she's definitely been hurt. Okay. Um, Well, I'm going to... What's the layout of the room look like? Uh, It's a large circular room, about 30 feet in... In 30 feet in diameter, uh, there's a bed, there's a desk, there's a couple of like sacrilegious altars, uh, and there's the hideous port or the now pretty portrait off in the far side of the room. Um, everything in here is covered in sheets. I'm actually gonna go last in the order. Okay, so you're holding your action. I'll hold my action, yeah. All right, she is going to make two claw attacks and a bite attack against Magna Ooh. since you're right up next to her. So, claw attack number one, real quick. Is a reaction only when it attacks me, or can I use a reaction when it attacks other people too? 
Uh, what reaction? Cutting words. Yeah, you could use it um, as a reaction to... Yeah, it doesn't have to be on your turn. Okay. I'm going to use cutting words on her when on her attack. So I basically do a bard inspiration roll, hmm? but I use them. I use whatever the number it is as a minus to her attack or ability check. Nice. Say so she got a 23. Okay, it's only being minus two. So so 21. Uh, my AC is only 18. All right, so she is going to do six damage to you. Oof. Second claw is that for both claw attacks or just for one? Uh, just before one attack. Okay. Second claw attack is a 25. Damn. Yeah, Damn. that one hits. Uh, for another six damage. Okay. Then bite attack is a 17. Uh, that one misses. All right. Yeah, we'll say it clangs right off the armor. Like, you hear a couple of her teeth bust off in her skull. <coughs> as, like, this kind of pus and, like, mucus drips out of her mouth. Is a, so is she a vampire or is she, like, something else? Something else. Okay. She had vampiric assistance. Right. That she uh, obviously, like, hired. Yeah. After her is the um, the other two. That'd be Fendril and Weewoo. And looking at her visage now, we got a net one and a five on their wisdom save to stay and fight. So they are just going to duck out. We don't want any part of this. Bye-bye. Thank you for the freedom. So does he throw me down off of them? Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't <laughs> throw you, but he's just like... Like, kind of shoves you off. We'll say you fall onto the bed. Mm. So which is covered in a white battle. sheet, and then they just get the heck out of there. Cowards. Uh, so, Big Boots, back to you. Can I dispel magic on her ass? Will that do something? Uh, she's not really using magic. Her claws aren't magical in nature. I didn't know if there was, like, some immortality spell that would uh, keep her up. No, the immortality spell's already been broken by okay. having her look at her own portrait. The self-destruct button was just that simple for her. <laughs> so yeah. silly to keep that around. Um, I guess I'll just, uh, run up Bardic, uh, Bardic Rage, or Bardic Rage, Barbarian Rage, and Excellent. stab her in the chest with the Silver Madube. Barbarian yeah. Inspiration. Barbarian Inspiration. <laughs> and then as a bonus be? action, I will also inspire bon- Bonus action is the Rage. Oh, that's right, that's right, that's right, sorry. Alright, so let's do the Rage. Oh, God. It was a total of, uh, six on the attack. Yeah, it's a mess. Alright. Yeah, she's able to dodge out, kind of, like, dodge out of the way, unnaturally contorting her body. Oh, you're nimble for an old one. Who are you calling old? You. You literally look like death. She just screams in anger. Uh, Magna, back to you. Yeah, I'm just going to swing my hammer at her and activate a thunderous smite. Nice. Uh, uh, well, doesn't that have to be loaded? Well, wait, uh, Kalanon, you held oh, your action. Yeah. Right. Um, so I'm actually going to cast one of my domain spells, uh, Scorching Ray. Excellent. Ooh. So I'm going to throw three rays out. Uh, the first one, uh, 12. 12 is a mess. Yeah. It hits the tapestry behind her and catches it on fire. Yeah, sweet. Uh, 26. That'll hit. That ray does eight damage. Got it. And then the last ray. 21. That'll hit. That does. Six damage. All right. Good deal. So now we're properly back to Magna. All right, yeah. Top so, of the round. Yeah, I'm going to swing my Warhammer and he's going to activate Thunder Smite on her. 19 plus 4 is 23. That hits? Yep. So there's the 
D8. 4 plus 2 is 6, and then 2d6 for the uh, thunderous damage. Good deal. 1. And 1. God damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah, and I get another one. Really carrying us here, Theron. (laughs) Yeah. 17. 17 hits. Yeah, she's a monster. I'm a monster hunter. 7 plus 2 is 9. Alright, Theron. She has one hit point left. I kid you not. Oh boy. If you can hit her, you will kill her. Okay. Well, in that case, I'm just going to like walk up to her, pull out the uh, silver dagger, and just attempt to like jut it right into her forehead. All right. 15. That meets her AC. Haha, <laughs> suck it, bitch. I did enough damage to, yeah. to kill her. Yeah, as long as you hit, yeah. So you stick two right damage in. just from the initial dagger hit. And that was with a silver dagger. Yep. So we'll say it sinks right into her forehead, just like a knife through hot butter. Um, you see her, uh, her like the remains of her eyes kind of roll around and look at you, and she lets out one final scream before her body just kind of starts to melt into the ground, um, into the stone floor here, in kind of like a pile of flesh and bile, and bone. Well, that that was easy. Yeah. Pull the dagger out, <sighs> clean it off on like my sleeve, and then sheath it. So, yeah, the dagger actually starts to melt as well. <gasps> no. That's okay. Good thing I used the dagger and not my sword. <laughs> yeah, so I did it. The whole dagger, like just the blade, can I keep the handle? Oh, the handle's fine. But the, gonna... the blade, as far as it went in, you pull it out and it starts to melt. I'm just going to tuck the handle into my uh, belt then. So as she just like turns into pudding on the floor. Uh, you guys see the sun shine through the window um, as morning comes. Finally, the light! Let there be light. You're welcome, Callie. <laughs> yeah, the clouds part, and for the first time in over a century, uh, the sun shines on Hair Henny. So, kind okay. of cutsceneing it, you're able to heal up, you go back to Hair Henny, the people regard you as heroes. Abby is... Uh, it hasn't been a full 24 hours, and so since the um, the the person that bit her has noped out of there, um, you're able to find some healing, you know, essentially like cure wounds her, cure disease her, that kind of thing. She's going to make it through. She's going to pull through. Theron, as you guys are riding the wagon back down into the city victoriously, you kind of like mentally are taken to a different place in time. You're standing right at the edge of a wide valley. Uh, right at a cliff's edge, overlooking a mountain range in the distance. Think like Lord of the Rings, New Zealand, white snowy peaks. Gorgeous. Gorgeous, yeah. And uh, sitting on the edge, dangling his feet on the cliff, is an elderly man in a brown robe. Would I, uh, would I recognize him from, like, maybe, like, images of the god? Yes. You recognize him as your god, uh, Regalost, god of time. I'm gonna, like, walk towards him, and then just, like, take a knee. My lord. Come, my boy, have a seat. As you wish, walk up and just kind of sit on like a lower rock compared to him, because you know he's a god. Keep him. Well, he's up. he's dangling his feet over the cliff edge. He oh. kind of pats the ground next to you to also dangle your feet as you're looking at this mountain vista. Okay, okay. So yeah, I guess I'll you know sit down next to him. See so if you get any lower, you'd have to jump off. I'll just I'll take a seat next to him then and lower my hood. Totally. He uh, looks at you, and in his eyes you see, like, space. Um, looks like galaxies, cosmos. Like, looking at a night sky. 
He says, you've done well, my boy. Lady Hairhenny was a foul creature. She's been stealing time from others. Becoming something unnatural. Unhuman. Every living being. Every blade of grass. Even mountains themselves has a set amount of time. And he waves his hand. And it's like years pass, but in the span of seconds. You see rain come, snow, and eventually the mountains get worn down into hills. Through erosion. Over the course of thousands of years. And he looks at you and says, uh, Even the gods must die. One day. What matters is what you choose to do with the time that you do have. How will you live on in the minds of others? Now I've prepared a gift for you, my chosen disciple. And he just kind of like hand waves and in his hand appears a uh, a set of bracers. See those? Just wear these and they will imbue you with greater power bestowed from myself for the glorious work you've done thank you father time and i'm gonna put the uh bracers on excellent and feel warm to the touch and like just kind of uh turn like my torso towards him and bow he uh bows and kind of returns the bow respectfully and then like mentally you're back in the wagon uh with these warm bracers on they also when you look at them they almost have a shimmer to it like they they look like a night sky as well Kind of fitting the black veneer that you've been going for. Neat. Uh, so out of game, these bracers, uh, once per long rest, you can choose to use the bracers. And they kind of like, think like they slow down time. Like where it's like a slow-mo stab, a slow-mo shot, that kind of thing. They allow you to aim a little better to make your shot or your stab or your slash or whatever. And on that attack roll, if you hit, you roll maximum damage for each damage dice. Kick ass. 